And you might call them whatever you want to. But regardless, they become a part of our life. They're also a challenge in our everyday living as a Christian. Some look at them as very serious problems. Others really ignore them. And then there are some who look at them as great obstacles in their Christian life. They look at them as defeats. They look at them as things that are holding them back from their Christian life. They look at them as unobstructable objects, things that we cannot get around. But I suggest to you this morning that if you just look at them through the eyes of faith, they are nothing more than challenges on the road to heaven. Whatever you do, I've said this a number of times now <clears throat> since I found it, whatever you do, don't miss heaven. We can look forward to that time, but here again, I want to thank God this morning for the challenges that he's presented in my life and as a Christian in yours, I hope. And when I look at that, I realize that as God has challenged my life, what he's really done is teaching me to rely upon him. That's very important, folks. We never want problems in our life. But God did not say that it would be a bed of roses. Neither did he say that he would forsake us or leave us. He's promised that he will be there day in and day out to strengthen us, to lift us up, to help us down this road to heaven. And as I think about that, you know, if I was stronger, I could fix my problems. They'd be over, I wouldn't have to worry about them, and that would be it. But I'm a weak, mortal individual who realizes that he needs help, that he has to have someone to guide him, someone to lead him in the way of righteousness. And as I think about that, who is the best one to do that for me? Well, it's my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> He's by my side all the time. I've often said in my 55 years of preaching, if I were the only person on the face of the earth doing that, I wouldn't be alone. My God would be by my side. And I'm thankful for that help, always. Perhaps Paul said it best, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distress, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That last phrase pretty well sums it up best for me. When I'm weak, then I'm very strong. As a Christian, I have a lot of phobos. 
I have a lot of weaknesses. I have a lot of problems. But at the same time, I have someone who can put his hand on my shoulder and say, okay, Chuck, lift up your voice. Praise God. Be thankful for the blessings that he has offered you. So when I think about it, I thank God for the challenges that he's placed in my life because in reality, it strengthens my soul. That's something we overlook a lot of times. We talk about our physical body. We want to build it up. We want to make it strong. We want to keep it healthy. But what about that spirit that's within us? You know, that spirit belongs to God, and he expects for us to take care of it. He expects for us to build it up. He expects for us to keep it strong, make it strong through the word. And as I think about that, God's word is so precious in a Christian's life. To ignore it is really to lead ourselves down the road to hell, down the road to death. But when I make him a part of my life each and every day, allowing him to strengthen me and support me, there is not a problem that I can't face if I want to. You see, I control my destiny. <clears throat> and as I think about that, what is my destiny? What do I want for my life? Well, I can tell you right now, I want to go to heaven. And as I think about that, I think about the little phrase that I read some, some time ago. It says, whatever you do, don't miss heaven. And that means I've got to work at that, doesn't it? Uh, did you ever look at a big oak out in the woods? Strong, erect, standing there and nothing seemed to move it. But if you had that same oak inside of a, an environment of a nursery or something like that, it'd be weak. It wouldn't be strong. Because you see, when it's out in the open with the wood all around it, nature around it, it's strong. And it stands up as a strong individual oak. But what about me? I look around me all the time. I see all kinds of problems. I see a society that's going to hell. I see a society that is lacking in faith in God. But at the same time, whatever I'm going to do, I don't want to miss heaven. I want to be able to stand before my Lord in that final judgment day and maybe hear him say to me, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joys of thy Lord. I can't do that by myself. But my Lord died on the cross, shed his blood there, that I might have life and have it more abundantly, that he might lift me up with his spiritual strength. 
to guide me each and every day in the way of righteousness. And as he does that, as James said, the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James 1, 3 and 4. Now think about it. I think James is one of the most practical Bible books of the Bible. And we should read it occasionally because it strengthens our soul. It strengthens our mindset that deals with spirituality. And as I think about it, I need a lot of things to help me with my mind. I know that I'm a feeble old man, but at the same time, I have a feeble God who loves me, wants to help me there. Lift me up. Guide me in everything that I do. So the way of full maturity is to travel really on the road of adversity. We're never strong, nor do we feel strong until we're faced with some adversity and have to solve it. Then we look at ourselves. Well, I'm weak. I don't have the strength to do it all by myself. So what do I do? I look up to God. Lord, guide me in the way that you would have me to go, so that when I'm the weakest, you make me strong. And when I maybe feel strongest, I really am not. That's when I'm the weakest and need your guidance and your help. So thank God for challenges that will strengthen my soul and strengthen yours. Not only that, <clears throat> thank God for the challenges that he has given us that helps us have a sense of victory. Realize this morning that every one of your winners, in the eyes of God, you're a winner. If you'll follow him, you have the greatest goal ahead of you that you can receive. So when I'm challenged by my God, I look at myself and I can look at some of you who I've known for a long time. We've come a long way in our Christian walk. There's been problems. There's been trials. But I look back. They've all been to my benefit. They've built me up. They've helped me. Because who is it that is guiding me? My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's my strength. He is my Savior. And even though there have been many times in my life that are trying and have been, still are times that are trying. I realize that with God's help, I'm overcoming encounters that are in my life each and every day. <clears throat> they might not be yours, and they might, but at the same time, think about it. God has placed these encounters 
in my life in order to help me grow up, in order to make me a more mature Christian, in order to help me solve my own little mental problems that I have each day. I'm thankful for that. And thank God for the challenge that he's given me in my daily life. I know that there's going to be challenges ahead, even at my age. But I don't worry about that now. Because I have someone that has faced all those challenges. My Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had his problems. He had to deal with humanity. And yet at the same time, he stands out as our leader, as our spiritual leader, one to help us take our spirit in the right vein and in the right direction. I'm thankful that he has challenged me in my soul in this way because it causes me to look at my own weakness and realize that I need to study more. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the truth. That's what I try to do each and every day. I'm not a success at it, but I sure try. And with God's help, he blesses me for trying. He'll bless everyone that will look to him for guidance, for look, to look to him for sustenance in that spiritual life that they have within them. But even that, when I think about the challenges that God has given me, there is a certain element of victory in every one of them. Oh, I have not won every skirmish. I haven't won every problem that I've faced. But I'm a victor. I'm a winner because I've got God and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on my side. And they're there to help me. They're there to pick me up. They're there to guide me. And all I have to do is to look to them. I'm thankful that my God loves me enough that he would allow his son to go to the cross and die on my benefit, my behalf. Jesus went there willingly. He didn't force himself. God didn't force him. But he was free to go. Allow them to pin him on that cross. Allow him to die and shed his blood there that I might have life and have it more abundantly. That same life can be yours if you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. When we stop and think about our faith, what is it? Is it in an unknown? Not really. Our faith is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in Almighty God, in His Word, because it strengthens my soul as I study it, as I think about it, and as I put it in my daily life and practice it to the best of my ability. Perfect? No, not at all. Never will be until I'm in heaven with God. Then I can be said 
to be perfect because I'll be with my perfect Lord. What a blessing that's going to be. Now, I know that there's going to be challenges ahead. What they're going to be, I don't know. Can I solve them? I don't know. But I know this, that if I put my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, He's going to walk with me through those problems. He'll guide me. He'll lift me up. He will stimulate my intellect and cause me to go to his word, look at it carefully and faithfully, and realize that within it is life itself. I'm thankful for that, and I hope that you also are thankful. Think about all of the challenges that are around us today. God has placed there. Can he handle challenges? You bet your life. But he's given them to us in order that we might use them, grow with them and in them, and then one day I'll be challenged to stand before him, the day of judgment, and maybe hear him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter thou into the joys of thy Lord. Now, folks, if you're not a Christian this morning, I beg you to look at the word carefully, study it, put it into your life, obey it, and allow Jesus Christ to become your personal Savior. Looking forward to the time that you can stand with him in eternal glory and praise God forever and ever. The Bible is full and complete of the things that you need to do in order to be blessed by him, in order to be him to be our Savior, in order for him to offer us eternal life. But whatever it is, whatever you do, don't miss heaven. This morning, we offer the Lord's invitation. It's his, not ours. And if you need to respond to it in any way, shape, or form, we bid you to come as we stand and sing the song of invitation.